From Orlando, Florida and Tulsa, Oklahoma, welcome to the 1330 Podcast with your hosts, Keith Neighbor and Brent Bailey. Pulling from nearly half a century of experience, Brent and Keith share unique wisdom and proven insight to build the leader within you. Interact with us now on Facebook and Twitter at 1330podcast or email your questions and comments to 1330podcast at gmail.com. The 1330 Podcast starts right now. Welcome to another 1330 Podcast with Brent and Keith. I'm Brent Bailey. And I'm Keith Neighbor. And we are talking about friends today. Friends are friends forever if the Lord's the Lord of them. <laughs> the Lord is the Lord of them. Thank you, Michael W. Smith, for singing. Well, that. we could, we could, we could sing that, but since Dion Warwick, that's not inclined. What friends are for, yeah. and uh, so we're we're talking about today, but we're not talking about it like like when we were kids and we were friends, like you know, that's my best friend kind of a thing. We're not talking about silly stuff. We're talking about how that affects us as leaders and. Believe it or not, if you don't have friends, you're not as good a leader as you think you are. I think that you're a pretty poor leader if you don't have any friends, actually, Brent. And, and, what, and, and when we, what, what we're talking about when we mean friends, we're not just talking about acquaintances or somebody that's friendly. We're talking about people who really are involved in your life. Yes. And Jonathan have, and David, deep kind of friendship. Yeah, that have permission to speak yes. about everything in your life. And that you can be open and honest and kind of bare your soul to them. That when you're having a bad day, we can actually get down to, you know, as opposed to the how's the weather, friends, you know, sure is hot today, friend. Yep, sure is going to be hot again tomorrow. I, I want, I don't want that. I mean, there's, I can find those people all day long, but to find, I consider myself a very blessed individual because I have, I have three people actually four people in my life who have, I have given them permission to ask me hard questions. And uh, Brent is one of those people. And yet I have three others that have that same permission in my life where they can, they can ask me questions. One of them, um, he used to, we just kind of developed a relationship over the course of time and he came to me one day and, and he had a piece of, he said, can I talk to you? And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came into my office and sat down and he got a piece of paper out and he had, he had a list of questions. And uh, he goes, can I ask you some questions? And I said, sure. And he goes, um, have you told your, uh, he goes, are you spending time with your wife or are you just working all the time? Mm. I'm like, what? Are you, and he goes, I've got more. Are are you spending time with your kids? Like you need to be spending time, giving them some quality time where you're not thinking about work and you're not answering phone calls and emails and text messages and everything else when you're with them. Are you giving your kids some of your best time? Um, hey, are you looking at things on the internet that you shouldn't be looking at? What? Yeah, are you are you looking at porn? Um, no. So why are you asking me this? You know, and and it was one of those where I he really caught me off guard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With some of because I never told him to ask me these questions. He just said, "Hey, I've got some questions for you," and he wasn't accusing me of anything. He just wanted to make sure somebody knew that. There's temptation out there. Yeah. 
that it's easy to get caught up in life of of just becoming busy with work and I mean Brent we're pastors. I mean we're doing we're doing the Lord's work, man. We're not just working. We're doing the Lord's work. We're working for God. Now we're on a mission from God, Brent. Yeah. And and he knew that. And he was a, he was actually one of my volunteers and again a very very good friend of mine and he just kept going down the list with these things. It was like, "Man, hey, did you read your Bible today?" Did you pray today? Not preparing for a message, reading your Bible, and not praying for... Did you pray for your family today, Keith? Uh, I got a couple more for you. And he just kept going down the line. I mean, Brittany, he was hammering me. Because there were some of those things where it was like, you know what, I'm not giving my kids... I wasn't looking at porn, but I wasn't giving my kids my best time either. I wasn't giving my wife my best either. And I I wasn't necessarily reading and praying for my family and everybody else like I should, but I was reading and preparing for for a know, message. For a yeah. message. You're doing the professional reading. Absolutely. I yeah. was being a, the professional Christian, not the relational Christian yeah. at that point. And you know what, Brent? Because he had the boldness and the audacity to come and sit in my office and man, he lit the fire and held my feet over him until they burned. Yeah. And you know what? He made me better. And I appreciated him for doing that because I didn't have somebody who'd done that to me before. And all of a sudden it made me live my life just a little bit differently because I had a friend who loved me enough to make sure I was taking care of myself that I was taking care of my relationship with God, and I was taking care of my relationship with my family. Now, here's the thing that springs to my mind while we're talking about this. How many hours, though, had he clocked with you being a friend before the hard stuff? Oh, it was more than a couple. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it and, was a, a multi-year process. Because there have been individuals in both of our lives that we could both... N- just start the list and write them down that want to be that person that asks you the hard questions, yep. but they haven't paid the price in order to get to that position. And if, and here's the thing, if you're going to have, and you really should have people that can, that has permission to ask those kind of questions, yeah. but don't just give that to anybody. Give it to somebody who's earned that. Yeah. You know, right now, Keith and I have been friends for 14 years. Uh, actually, let's see. Yeah, 14. Well, going on 14. Going years. on 14 years. Going on 14 years. And we've paid the price. We didn't start off that first day eating at Atomic Burrito. Well, actually, the first time I met Keith, we got in a car and drove to Oklahoma City with a couple other guys uh, to investigate doing a youth camp over there. <clears throat> we didn't start off in the car asking hard questions. <laughs> No, we, we kind of started off asking, like, what was your name again? Yeah, and, who are you? Yeah, what do you do, and how do you do it? And, and, and then What we got, are you doing here? And then we got to talking about sports, and then we got to talking. But the thing was is you don't just jump into the deep end of the pool with somebody until they, you know, until they know how to swim. Right. And uh, you're going to have to – you need somebody who's going to have permission to, to, to investigate. But how many hours have you spent – getting to know that person. Yeah. And there are so many CEOs, lead pastors, 
people in, in business who aren't spending any time with anybody to give them permission. Right. And the people that are asking them haven't earned the right to ask them and they don't want to ha- they, they don't feel like they have to answer those questions. Well, and there's a, also a lot of people out there, Brent, who don't want anybody to ask them, you don't question me. Right. Do you know who I am? You don't question me. Yeah. And I've had this conversation with a lot of other leaders before with, you know, people of, you know, that are that are in a high level, high level, high capacity leaders. And I tell people all the time, when you get to a place in your life where you feel like you don't have to listen to what others are saying, you're just about you're in a bad spot. You're about to drive off the cliff. <laughs> yep. And just because now I've had people that have asked me hard questions that I don't feel they had the right to ask the question. But it was thought-provoking for me. And I brought that question to one of my other advisors in my life. Or you answered it yourself. Yes. Without answering it to them. Yeah, and I don't, I don't believe that I have to answer every question that everybody asks me. But I do believe that if one of the people who I have, a, who I have given permission to, and I'm of the opinion that if I give, Brent, if I give you the permission to ask hard questions, that I have that same permission to ask you hard questions, yeah, right. that it's reciprocated, that right. it's not just a one way, I can ask you anything, but you can't ask me anything kind of a question. Right. And when we get in that, in that where we let our guard down and we're, we allow ourselves to be real and let people know struggles in our life that... You know, we can we put on a good good show for the people, so yeah. to speak. But there are people that are out there that they have to know the struggles that we go through because Brent, the struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was getting ready to say before you caught me off guard with that one is that um, there are so many parts of our heart though that we don't want anybody else to because it hurts. Yeah, but the thing about it is. It's never going to stop hurting until something touches it. And it's just like if you think about it like raw skin. If you ever peel a hangnail back or something like that and you peel that, that little piece off and there's that raw skin underneath that's so sensitive that if you – I mean, it just hurts so bad. Oh, yeah. But the only way it's going to stop hurting is the more that it's touched and the yeah. more air that it gets exposed to it. And the thing is, is if you give those people permission to go in those areas – well, what are they doing? They're helping you actually touch those areas of your heart that you it hurts so bad you don't even want to touch it. Yeah. And we tend to bury a lot of stuff away. Absolutely. I'm an internalizer. Yep. So I tend to not respond to things that I that hurt me. Yeah. You know, I just kind of pack all those things in there and kind of laugh everything off and you know whatever, but there're things that people say to me that, you know, that really did hurt me. But I don't let on that don't they bring ever them back up. Yeah, yeah, I don't bring that up. But I have people in my life that will ask me questions about some of those things. And it's like, you know, you get all teary-eyed. and, you, and go, you get mad. Why are you yeah, bringing that up? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't have a problem with that. What's your problem? You know? you know, And you, and you get offended over those things because yeah. they're asking you a question. But when when we bring those things out into the open, they lose their power and they lose their strength over us in a, in a sense. And we're forced to deal with it and we're forced to move on from it. Right. And what you're doing is you're actually building, uh, you're deadening that nerve and you're building a protective layer back over it yep. so that it can be a functioning part of your life again. Yeah. Yep. And there are so many areas in people's lives that 
they they have kept protected. They've they've kept a wall around it, and it's just a festering wound the whole time. Yeah, and and a real friend will help you get to that point. And the reason that you want to make sure they've paid the price to get there is because those areas you don't want the whole world to know about that. And and, and if they the paid the price and need proven, to know, right? Man. That's what I mean. If they if they have proven themselves to you, they're going to keep that sh- hushed. Yeah, and you know as well as you're sitting there that what you and them have just investigated in your life or their life isn't going any further than that room right yep. there. Yeah, cuz there are things that that we've all done in our life that we're not proud of. <laughs> I mean, and and the list for me is long. Yeah. I've got some things that I, I mean, I don't even want to think about them. They're so embarrassing to me that I've done it and I'm so ashamed that I that I had those actions. And I don't think that I need to stand up in front of a crowd or announce it on this it's podcast. It's nobody else's business. Yeah, yeah, it's between me and God. And I've had some hard conversations about those things with some of my friends. but And they've been dealt with. But those, there are some things that, are, that go on in our lives that are those secret things that need to be dealt with. And they need to be discussed in order for us to get the help that we need in order to move on and bring healing into our hearts and into our relationships a lot of times with our wives and our children yeah. and, and our friends yeah. so that we can become more effective in ministry. Yeah, and more effective in leading. Yeah. Hey, I want to read a verse real quick here. Over in Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10, it says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. That's all the time we have. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for the 1330 Podcast with Brenton Keith. We want to hear from you. Find us on Facebook and Twitter today at 1330podcast or email us directly at 1330podcast at gmail.com. Join us next time for another 13 minutes and 30 seconds geared to change you into the leader that you and those who follow you want you to be.